during week 220 of Brad's Branded Thoughts. A look at the Iowa football players who are enrolling this month. A number of players getting to campus for the first time this June. We'll talk about some of those 23 candidates, plus some of the transfer portal ads that did not show up until summer. Plus, an interview, an exclusive interview, with Iowa tight end Grant Leeper. Grant just got to Iowa City himself. He sits down to talk about his decision to be a Hawkeye and why the tight end U staff decided to pull the trigger on an offer for Grant. All that and more coming up during week 220 of Brad's Branded Thoughts. This is from the Hawkeye of the Storm. Straight from the man cave, Kinnick under the kitchen. Authentic, original player art prints are being drawn up for Hawkeye fans everywhere. From under the kitchen's Murray legacy print, which features former Hawkeye Kenyon Murray, current Hawkeye Chris Murray, and current Sacramento King Keegan Murray, to football players Lucas Van Ness, Tori Taylor, and Cooper DeGene, to wrestlers Tony Cassiope, Alex Marinelli, and Real Woods. Oh, and only one of the greatest athletes to ever compete at Iowa, Spencer Lee. There are so many options available, and they make great gifts. Visit Under the Kitchen on Facebook or at Under the Kitchen's new website. It's underthekitchen.square.site. That's underthekitchen.square.site. Check out Under the Kitchen today and get your authentic, original Hawkeye print. Week 220 of Brad's Brand of Thoughts here from the Hawkeye of the Storm. And as we approach the end of June, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here, not only throughout football and basketball season, but throughout the year. Obviously, things slow down in Hawkeye Nation just a bit as we hit uh, late spring and summer. There's always items to talk about. We've got Iowa football players enrolling this June. So thank you for being here. And as always, thank you for donating to the show by means of the description, the links in the description below, and all the support you lend by sharing the show out on social media, hitting that like button, it all helps. So this is a big month for a lot of first-year Iowa football players because most kids don't enroll until they get to the summertime. Iowa, of course, typically has a few early enrollees this year, primarily from the transfer portal. But what about the players enrolling this month? Who could potentially make an impact and who could benefit the most in their first summer of being in this strength and conditioning program at Iowa. Let's take a look at the list of guys who, of course, were not here in the spring, but are arriving to campus, have arrived this summer. And if you see the list here, you're looking at rankings. These players ranked in order according to 247 Sports. First of all, Ben Keeter. Obviously, we know the storylines with Ben. He's got an opportunity to make an early impact albeit at a linebacker position that I think Iowa, Phil Parker, and Seth Wallace have proven to be very effective at developing depth at that position. So Ben may have to wait his turn, but an excellent athlete. In fact, 247 Sports now has him as the number one player in this class with Caden Proctor off the board. Ben getting that fourth star not too long ago. Uh, he jumps Trevor Lauk as the top recruit in this class. He is an Iowa City kid. He's local. He has an opportunity to play early. Would not be surprised to see him on special teams in year one. Trevor Lauk can provide immediate impact as well at 6'6", 285, a four-star tackle from Indianapolis, Roncalli High School in Indianapolis. And let's be honest, I mean, all the attention got heaped on Caden Proctor, and rightfully so, a five-star kid doesn't come around Central Iowa too often. But Trevor, a great prospect in his own right, and of course, that's a position Iowa has had struggles at of late. I've talked about the immediate impact I think Alex Moda can have primarily because of his speed, ran a very solid 100-meter time in high school. He is going to have an opportunity with a position at wide receiver that's somewhat depleted. I know they've made some ads there, 
but depth is still not a strong suit at that position. Alex will have an opportunity if he can learn the position quick enough. Remember, he's only been a wide receiver for about one year. He's a quarterback prior, another Eastern Iowa kid who loves the Hawks. He'll have an opportunity to play early. Khalil Tate, very talented safety. My guess is he'll have to wait his turn. Perhaps he ends up being a cash type of guy. I remember we're looking at him when he committed and thinking, yeah, he fits the cash mold. I think he even said that after committing that Iowa kind of saw him fitting into that Amani Hooker or even a Geno Stone type of role. So would not be surprised to see him make a move there. But of course, Sebastian Castro, another Chicago kid, uh, has been really good at cash. So Khalil will have an opportunity to learn behind uh, one of his Windy City peers. Also, Leighton Jones, very mature young man. We've talked about Leighton on this show. We've had him on the show a couple of times at 6'4", 275, projected as an inside guy, likely a center. Don't discount any of these offensive linemen. Yes, strength and conditioning is really important, and the biggest strides for these guys, at least initially, I think will be made in the summer because they're going to get in that weight room and get bigger and stronger. Chase Brackney at 6'4", 285, edge rusher from Cherry Creek High School in Inglewood, Colorado. He's jumping into a loaded, loaded group along that defensive line. Now, with that being said, you could argue perhaps there's more of a need on the outside because... You think about the guys coming back on the inside, Noah Shannon, Logan Lee, Aaron Graves, go down the list, YA Black. But there is also competition, healthy competition on the outside. And one of those guys, Ontario Thompson, did enroll earlier this year in the spring. So he's gotten a spring with his teammates, the transfer from Iowa Western Community College, the national champion transfer from Iowa Western. Zach Ortworth is a name you'll hear later as we talk to Grant Leeper because he's the second of the tight ends in this class out of St. Louis University in St. Louis, Missouri, at 6'4", 220, he is going into a very talented tight end room with the likes of Eric All, Addison Estringa, Luke Lachey, and as we'll find out later, Grant Leeper, and Cale Vanderbush is still in that group as well, and a plethora of walk-ons who typically perform well and compete well at the tight end position. Kenneth Merriweather, talk about an athlete, played a lot of offense in high school, he's going to have an opportunity as an edge rusher down the line, but it will likely take some time for Kenneth to get on the field because of the depth of that position. John Nestor had him on the show as well, another Chicago kid who really admires Sebastian Castro. There's a nice little crop of Chicago prospects that Iowa's got on this roster in 23 and beyond. Remember, we've been talking about a couple Chicago kids, Will Nolan being one. He's from the Chicago area. Xavier Williams, another Iowa recruiting well around the city of Chicago. John will come in and, again, hard worker. Obviously, Phil Parker knows what he's doing recruiting DBs. He'll come in, benefit from the strength room, learn from the guys in front of him, and uh, we'll see where he fits into the mold at 6'1", a buck 85 coming out of high school. Marco Linez, everybody knows how high I am on Marco Linez. I have talked about him potentially being the quarterback of the future. I can't believe I'm saying this, but a pretty good position to be in if you're Marco. Talk about learning from Cade McNamara, a guy who plays a similar style to Marco. I think Marco has the ability to do more with his legs than Cade will at Iowa based on what Cade did at Michigan. I think Marco, perhaps the slightly better athlete, but boy, the expertise, they're about the same size. There's going to be a lot of insight that Marco can learn from Cade McNamara, whether that be for one year or two years. Nice to have Marco Linez. He is on campus. It'll be good to have him enrolled, and he's reached out. I know he's close to a number of these guys, especially Grant Leeper, you see on the list, who we'll talk with later. He is gray shirting, which means he won't be on scholarship immediately, but if a scholarship opens up, he's got an opportunity to uh, jump onto scholarship at 6'6", 215. He's a big kid. And hey, he may grow another inch. And uh, 247 Sports doing him no favors with a ranking of 942nd in the country. But as I talked to Grant about, 
playing with that chip on your shoulder. Addison Estringa had a similar story coming out of high school up in Wisconsin. I have no doubt that Grant Leeper will come here, work his tail off, and probably end up being a good to great tight end at Iowa, just based on the history of tight ends at this university. Terrell Washington is the one freshman who enrolled early. So the Wiley, Texas running back slash wide receiver, we'll see where he fits in at about 5'10", 200 pounds. It was good to get him in the mix this last spring. I even talked about maybe you move him to wide receiver if he's more of a Tyrone Tracy type of slot candidate with the lack of depth at wide receiver. And I think a healthy crop of running backs uh, on this roster in 23, led by, of course, Caleb Johnson, Sean Williams, and uh, Jazz Patterson. Maybe you look at moving Terrell Washington Jr. over to wide receiver. When would that decision have been made? You'd think maybe it would have been made during the spring. But watch out for that. You never know. Would not be shocked to see him at least used as a receiver. I think he does have the type of versatility, and getting him to campus this past spring had to have paid dividends. Talk about a kid that'll love the weight room. Maddox Borcherding-Johnson, the 6'3 defensive tackle from Norwalk. Boy, what a great young man. Comes from a great family. His younger brother uh, is quite the athlete as well. Could be a future Hawkeye himself. But Maddox will get to Iowa and revel in his disdain for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. If you missed our interview with Maddox, check it out. That was a great one. We've actually had him on a couple of times, and we televised his signing back in December. Aiden Hall, boy, he had an opportunity to go to some interesting places and comes from a great football school at Harlan Community High School down in Harlan, Iowa. At 6-1-200, had an opportunity from some military institutions. Instead, he opts to go to Iowa. And at 6-1-200, don't be shocked if he ends up working into special teams. And he will be another guy that loves a weight room at Iowa. Very, very good athlete. Uh, listed as an athlete, according to 247 Sports. Dayton Howard almost looks like a tight end at 6-5-6-6. Now, he claims he can run close to a 4-5-40. If he can do that, he going to play right away, all right? Now, I'm guessing game speed, he's probably closer to a 4.6 or 4.7. But still, with that type of size, uh, 6.5, 195, and talk about playing with a chip on your shoulder, didn't have any other offers out of high school. Not Division One, not Division Two, not NAIA, no other reported offers out of high school. Dayton Howard, the Kansas City product, is coming here ready to compete. Tegan Davis, late ad. They flipped him from Eastern Illinois at 6'2", 175. Another guy that uh, we assume... Phil Parker really liked, and they were able to convince him to join late in the cycle, right before the early signing day. He is also enrolling at Iowa this month. Zach Lutmer on the list. Really fast kid. Claims that he's got speed close to Cooper DeGene. We'll see if that can play out. Another local athlete, 6'1", buck 90 out of Rock Rapids, Iowa. And boy, talk about size. Cannon Leonard listed at six foot nine. Are you kidding me? The Iroquois West graduate from Gilman, Illinois. He is going to be a project. That is not an insult to Cannon Leonard. With his length, he's got some tools and some skill and some gifts that you just cannot teach and you just cannot develop. But boy, I just can't get away from the 6'9". If he's grown another inch, that means he's closer to 6'10". Wow. Uh, we'll see if he sticks to offensive tackle. Wouldn't be shocked to see a kid like this move on the inside and play defense. But uh, Cannon Leonard is listed as a tackle to start his career at Iowa. Jarrett Bowie was another late add at wide receiver, and boy, they needed him. The Tampa native's going to have to adjust to the cold weather up here in Iowa. He's got size. He's got that prototypical X size, if you're looking for size, at that position at 6'3", 182. We'll see what he can do. He'll get some summer workouts in, obviously get in the weight room, and once we hit fall camp, hopefully develop some chemistry. All these wide receivers, that's going to be the challenge. Learning the playbook, developing chemistry with Cade McNamara and company, and may the best man win. Because frankly, whether it's Nico Regani as a senior or Jarrett Bowie as a freshman, somebody's got to step up to help 
a wide receiver room that's been absolutely putrid as it relates to production. That's not a rip on anybody specifically, but the numbers indicate that Iowa has been one of the worst Power 5 universities at involving wide receivers. And that's, I think, not just about play calling. I think it's also about development and certainly is about recruiting. So you hope that a guy like Jared Bowie or Dayton Howard or Alex Moda can emerge. Kamari Moulton, another late ad at 5'9", 180. Smaller back out of Fort Lauderdale. He'll likely have to get quite a bit bigger to compete at this level, but he's got a healthy crop of players in front of him, guys that he can learn from. Don't be surprised if he learns from another Florida in Jazz Patterson that just went through the freshman process last year. And Kate Piper, the Norfolk, Nebraska athlete, Will he play defensive line? Will he play offensive line? Sounds like he's going to be an offensive lineman at Iowa, but boy, talk about size needed. He's going to need to pack on the pounds. Summer will be very important for him. I don't know how many pounds he's going to have to add on, probably at least 30 to 40 pounds. He's listed, according to 247 Sports, at 6'3", 240. I have not talked to Cade about uh, his physical attributes, but he's going to have to pack on some weight if he's going to play on the offensive line. And of course, from the transfer portal, everybody excited about Nick Jackson, rightfully so. One of the best linebackers in the country last year. Played for a team that wasn't very good in Virginia. He'll come in here, a tackle machine, try to account for some of the production that was lost with Jack Campbell heading to the Detroit Lions. Rusty Feth, talk about a saving grace. A guy who can come in, play on the inside. Saw a picture of him the other day on social media. He looks like a mix between like Paul Bunyan and Kelly Olenek. Like, unbelievable red beard like he is the epitome of an Iowa football player and his first name is Rusty and his last name is Feth (laughs) okay so he'll come in at 6'5 300 he's got a relationship with George Barnett George coached him at Miami Ohio Rusty Feth is a grad transfer will come in and should give them immediate help on the inside let's hope guys like Rusty can stay healthy and of course the other guys in this list Dajon Parker has been hurt but he didn't roll early Eric Hall enrolled early. He should be back to health. And, of course, the man of the hour, Cade McNamara. We expect him to be healthy. And we can't forget about Deacon Hill, who looked pretty good during spring practice. And it sounds like he's going to be the backup, or at least coming out of spring, he is the backup to Cade McNamara. You wonder about the future for Joey Labus, but I guess that's a discussion for another day. So that's just kind of a quick rundown of the guys who are enrolling early. It's a big, big month. We always like to talk about spring ball and the newbies that are there. A lot more newbies showing up now. And, of course, as we get to fall camp, important period of time for all of those guys and boy it, this time's gonna this summer's gonna fly by folks before you know it, we're gonna be big 10 media days in july iowa media day in august kids day in august and then the season comes before you know it in september all right as i said earlier an exclusive interview this evening with grant leaper iowa tight end grant leaper who jumped on the iowa train after a lot of these kids signed back in December, we'll talk to Grant about why he waited and his situation at Iowa, why the coaches believe that he was worthy of a scholarship. We'll talk to him in just a second, but we have to give a shout out to our sponsor, Iowa Floor Covering. We want to thank Tyler, Ryan, and the guys down in Bondurant. Their tough core click together, 4.5 millimeter waterproof vinyl flooring available at 269 per foot with self-installation. What an awesome building down there in Bondurant. What a great crop of people to work with. And I can tell you that from personal experience, they are awesome to work with. Visit iowafloorcovering.com slash DIY. And if you don't know what your needs are, call them. They'll talk you through it. You can ask them questions. They will help you with whatever your flooring needs are. They're Hawkeye fans, folks. Support our local businesses, especially those Hawkeye businesses out there. Iowa Floor Covering down in Bondurant. Visit iowafloorcovering.com slash DIY. Pleased to be joined now by Iowa Class of 2023 tight end, Grant Leeper. He is with us, and he's coming to us from the great city of Iowa City as he's enrolled now at Iowa. And Grant, thank you for joining the show. As your Hawkeye, your uh, 
your quest to be an, another Hawkeye tight end great is just beginning. What's it feel like to be on campus, be a part of this program officially now that you're enrolled? Uh, feels good. Coaching staff was super welcoming when I came here. And then also, like, everyone around town, the way they come up to you. Like, I was wearing an Iowa shirt my first night here. But I talked to some little kids, and they're like, hey, you made my day. It's just, like, a cool experience. Absolutely. So, I mean, we, we can get into the, the whys in a second. But for anybody that doesn't know your story, you have an interesting background. You grew up in Fort Wayne, and mm-hmm. you had opportunities to go to uh, a number of Power 5 schools uh, and some group of five schools but ultimately you picked Iowa and again we're going to get to the why in just a second but first of all talk about your your upbringing in Fort Wayne and I remember when I broke your tape down or I broke your tape down as I always uh, preface everything I say here you are a raw kid like you haven't played football a real long time talk about your your background so growing up in Indiana basketball is sort of like you know everyone already knows Indiana is a basketball state so I went to a Catholic school originally, and like I played football there like fifth, sixth, seventh grade. And when I switched to a public school, like the district, so my brother wanted to play basketball at Homestead High School, which is a bigger school. And I wanted to play basketball with him originally, so I went. I just followed him. I went to the feeder school, which is called Woodside. And my friends there didn't play football, so I was like, okay, I'll just stick with basketball. Because at the time, I thought I just want to play with my brother in high school. And then eventually, senior year came around. My best friend, which is the quarterback, and he's playing at an NAI school called Indiana Wesleyan. And he convinced me to play. And yeah, I mean, everything from there just turned around. I got to think, though, that, Grant, if you thought you were able to end up playing Big Ten football, you wouldn't have delayed that decision. You would have found a way to get on the football field. So I'm just curious, when did it click for you that, hey, I can be pretty good at this tight end thing so i think it was it was either the second or third football practice uh it was like we had like morning spring practice and i walked out there no one told me but they had like i don't know what exactly it's called but it's like a scout day so like they put like a number on my shirt or whatever and i think right after that workout i had like indiana and purdue come up and talk to me so like from there i was like okay I got to take this really serious now. So give us, when was that? What was the, as far as track back to month, what, what month and month? Uh, would that it have would been? have been April of 2023. Yeah. Or two, 2022, April. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that is insane though. For, yeah. <laughs> that's just insane. Yeah. Storyline. So, I mean, Iowa for Iowa to go after you and, and, and I'm curious about your relationship with, with Kirk mm-hmm. and with Brian and with Abdul Hodge. Uh, yeah, he's sort of new to the whole tight ends thing as well as he um, he's got a great group, as you know, uh, this year again in 2023. But uh, what did they see in you as a raw prospect? That's a word I used when looking at the little tape that was available out there. Raw yeah. and intriguing. Obviously, you're an athletic kid. But yeah. what did they see in you? Uh, just my well, pretty much my athletic ability, like they saw like, OK, because Iowa obviously is tight in you, but they also develop you like I needed to be developed I knew that going into this and I just felt like home at Iowa like I don't even know how to explain it but like when I came up here for the game versus Wisconsin I was like if they give me a chance to come here like I'm coming here like I just knew it from there and when they did it was easy decision for me but 
I just want to give a big shout out to Coach Hodge because originally they wanted me to walk on, and I was like, Coach, like the out of state tuition and like all that. There's like no way when I could go to like Wake Forest or Indiana, and even Army. Like Army was like before Iowa was like probably like the top choice for me, but once Iowa came, it was like no brainer. But that's really like because Coach Hodge is always having faith in me. It was like a big part. Because he like remained in contact even even after you offered me a PWO, like knowing that there's a possibility that they could get me a scholarship, which they ended up doing. And uh, no disrespect to Wake Forest, Wake Forest is a that's a strong football program right now. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned Army. I think Navy was in on you as well, if I recall. Um, those are schools that if you're going to attend Army or Navy, we have Coach Don Patterson, who's an Army grad. Uh, for our post game shows during football season, and and he's talked about some of the requirements uh, to mm-hmm. being uh, a part of that program. What was it about your personality that attracted you to those programs? So, I mean, the hard work. Like, obviously, like not everyone can say, "Oh, I graduated from West Point." Like, right. like I don't know the acceptance rate to get into there, but it's like it's close to zero. So. For me to say, like, come out of there and be like, I played football and I graduated from West Point, that would have been a big deal for me. But, again, they're not Iowa, so I had to come here. i got to ask that question, though, because those are always – whenever I see those types of programs mm-hmm. on a recruiting list or on a recruits list of schools that have offered or showed interest, I I, I kind of raise my eyebrow a bit because I think that's an indication of character. I'd like to think that's an indication of character, of toughness, Etc. So that in and of itself would have to attract you to a program like Iowa. And uh, you alluded a little bit to fitting in at home, but I would guess that Iowa city is uh, a little bit different than Fort Wayne. So let's talk about your upbringing. You mentioned your brother, but just mm-hmm. what's the difference now you've been in Iowa city a, a week, compare it to growing up in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So Iowa city is more like Fort Wayne I don't even know. It's like I don't even know how to explain it. Like Fort Wayne, it's a pretty big city, but like in Iowa, like it's weird because like I wear an Iowa football shirt and like people are like so friendly. Like those come up to me, start talking to me. In Fort Wayne, it's like people like knew who I was because my dad owns a landscaping company. It's like probably the biggest one in the city, so everyone like knew, but like they wouldn't come and talk to me. And like these are complete strangers coming to talk to me here. So like everyone's just so friendly, and I don't. It's a it's a great vibe here. Did you grow up doing landscaping with your dad? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he put the roof on my head, so I didn't really have a choice. So, yeah. So what were your – before you realized football was at least the short-term future, because obviously the future is unpredictable, but what were your plans after school? And this can kind of bring us into the topic of major. What are you majoring mm-hmm. in? And just what are your plans moving forward? What are your interests? So I'm majoring in exercise science and – I'm pretty sure I want to be a chiropractor, so it's like a pre-chiro track. But if I change my mind, then I can always just switch my major and go to med school. Like I want to do something in the medical side because I just want to be able to help athletes when I'm older and like stay connected to the sports world. Was your dad an athlete? Uh, he was a he was a golfer. My mom was an athlete. She uh, she was she was a swimmer. I take it you're not a golfer because you kind of chuckled at the idea of your dad being an athlete. No, we always joke with him all the time, but it's it's harder than it looks. I will say that. Like, I hate playing golf because I suck. Like, I can never get the ball to go straight, and then my dad steps up and, like, 
I don't want to talk about it, but so he's yeah. a good guy. He actually. Knows oh yeah, him. no, yeah. Like his family, they're like his dad won like city like all the time, which like in Fort Wayne golfing is like a big thing. Okay. And uh, his brother like played at St. Francis, which is in Fort Wayne, and yeah. then I think he was an All American there. Or something. I just remember when I was younger. I remember going to like a ceremony where he got honored for something. He did something really good there for golfing, but yeah. So for for people that don't know, you're at least last I knew, you're gray shirting, right? Is that the yeah. correct term? Explain yeah. to people that don't know what that means because now with all these new terminologies and whatnot, NIL and transfer portal, people always have to have things defined for them, which is fine. We'll do that. So talk about what a gray shirt means for any athlete and for you specifically. Okay, so basically, Iowa didn't have a 2023 scholarship like for me to have, but I don't know what the percentage is, but they've done this like 15 times before, and it's a high percentage where like someone will leave in the summer at the beginning of the season that or that scholarship would come to me. So like, there's a possibility that I'll be on a scholarship the first semester, but I'm guaranteed a 2024 scholarship which starts in January. So like, worst comes to worst, I have to pay for a semester of school. So that's basically like sum it up. It's just incredible because I I don't know what you're really, if you've developed a relationship with guys like Addison Estringa, but I remember interviewing him a year, year and a half ago. And, and I'm not saying you two are the same, but like you look at your, your uh, backgrounds, he came from, I think probably a smaller town life up in Wisconsin. But I remember talking to him about where these recruiting sites had him ranked nationally. Two, four, seven sports has got you around, 1,000 in the country, mm-hmm. that has to put a chip on your shoulder, right? Like, you're coming to tight end you. Tight end you saw something in you as mm-hmm. an athlete and said, yeah, we're, you know, we may not get you on scholarship in 23. We are going to get you on scholarship in 24. That's got to instill some confidence, but also you've got that chip on your shoulder because a lot of schools didn't believe in you. Is that fair? No, that's that's very fair. And Ashton was actually – he took me on my official visit here. So, okay. like, he took me around and showed me around. But, yeah, I talked to Ashton quite a bit here, but – yeah, yeah, it definitely puts a chip in your shoulder because, like, I mean, obviously, Iowa is like the best school for tight ends. So you're thinking, okay, well, that's what they want me. I just have to prove them wrong. Yeah. And it won't be that hard when I'm here. So, what's, uh, we talked about a relationship with Abdul Hodge. It sounds like you have formed a really nice relationship mm-hmm. with your position coach. But talk about Kirk and, and Brian. Brian, of course, has coached uh, some of the best tight ends in the world. I mean, having mm-hmm. the experience that he's had at New England. And obviously Sam Laporta, uh, what he did at Iowa and here, of course, he's now in the NFL and, and you got some great tight ends this year uh, that are experienced. But talk about your relationship with Brian. Uh, so him and uh, Coach Friends, like the head coach, they've both been really good. Like helped me through the process, especially during like when I was getting recruited. They both like sat down and talked to me about like the gray shirt and how Riley Moss was a gray shirt when he came here. And now he's in the NFL. So like they're saying like, you're a scholarship player, like, don't look at it as we didn't want you as bad. We just didn't know about you until later. So, I mean, that means a lot to me. And just knowing those, like, even at like the walk-ons at Iowa, like, you don't know, like, like I literally couldn't tell you who's a walk-on and who's not. So that is like that meant a lot to me. Just like having them sit down, like look me in the eyes, and say like, "Hey, like you're gonna be a scholarship player. Like, don't worry about." Because another tight end named Zach here. And he's like on scholarship and they like sat down, like you two will be competing. Like no one's like ahead of each other at the start. So that just meant a lot to me, like during the recruiting process, of course. So what is your relationship like with, with Zach Ortworth? He's the other tight end you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you guys developed a bond now. You've been 
part oh, yeah. of this yeah. form for almost half a year now. Yeah. I mean, other than my roommate, I probably hang out with Zach the most out of the kids here. I mean, I mean, he's a cool kid. Like, yeah, we'll be competing, but like outside of competing, like, yeah, you can be friends with the dude. Like, and I'm, I'm trying to take him home back to my home for the 4th of July, actually, if that tells you anything about our relationship. Awesome. So you, you alluded to Addison and mm-hmm. uh, the fact that uh, you said he hosted you, right? When you came. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I'm just curious. This group, I mean, I, I, this group has been widely talked about, and rightfully so. Uh, even though Sam Laporta moving on to the NFL, you've got uh, an experienced guy in Luke Lachey, um, who's got great roots as well. And then you think about a guy like Eric All coming in from Michigan. I really like your buddy Addison Estringa. Um, I mean, you can go down the list. That's not the entire group. But just talk about the tight end room as you know it currently. Uh, so I've got to know pretty much all of them. Over the, I went to spring game to talk to me there. And then as I've been here, they sit down with us at breakfast and dinner. And I mean, they're all just like same interests as me. Like, I mean, I literally could be brothers with all of them. Like we all do the same things. So, I mean, we all just bond together, which is a really good thing coming in. Cause I didn't know, like, are they going to be like, I like they're upperclassmen. You didn't know how they're going to treat freshmen, but like, I guess at Iowa, like, they help me. They guide me. Like, I don't know if they're going to be like kind of snobby towards me or whatever because we're freshmen, but they're not at all. They're like brothers. What's Eric all like so far from what you – the interaction you've had with him? Mm-hmm. I know a lot of fans are really excited yeah. to see him in an Iowa uniform. Uh, he's been really supportive, like helped, helped me and Zach both and Jalen, who is the the walk-on Titan, but helped us all three get through the process, like explaining the plays to us, like the formations – Cause it's a lot coming in as a freshman, like understanding, but yeah, no, he's been super helpful. Great teammate. I'm curious. You're uh, we can move on from relationships in a second. For some reason, that's always an intriguing thing. When I, when I see, see a young man like you going into your freshman year, I'm always curious who you're closest to, how you've acclimated with different coaches and, and players, but this class, is there somebody specifically that you've bonded with? Um, I'm assuming you've got some, roommates that are mm-hmm. part of this football team, but just talk about the class and, and who you've grown to uh, get close with besides maybe Addison Estringa, uh and the tight end room. Uh, so Aiden Price, my roommate, he actually went on the army official visit with me and he lives in Des Moines. So we, I've gotten to know him a lot, like a lot better, obviously since we've been here. And then the quarterback in my class, Marco, and then Tommy, who's the other quarterback, Got to know them both pretty well. And then a couple of years, like Dayton Howard. Like, I've got to know him pretty well. And Alex, Alex Moda. So, it's like most of the offensive guys and like John Nestor on the defense. Got to know him pretty well, too. But like pretty much everyone in, in our class. Like, we all That's bond crazy. together. Tell me where Fort Wayne is in comparison to like Marist, which is Chicago, basically. Uh, so, I had to go through Chicago to get here. It's like five and a half. Okay. Total difference, like to uh, Iowa City. Okay. It's not a bad drive at all. It's all interstate. Who's taller, you or Dayton Howard? We're like, I think I'm a little bit taller than him, but I don't remember the measure. We just got measured here, but I'm pretty sure I was a little bit like an inch or so taller than him. Yeah. He looks like a tight end. He looks yeah. like a tight end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you guys have very, I shouldn't say very similar stories. That's not fair. We had him on as well, and, and, I, I mean, talk about having a chip on your shoulder, uh, not having any other offers, but getting an offer from the, from a Big Ten school. Um, mm-hmm. So, 
you know, I, I think there's a, a facet of uh, your journey and the journey of guys like Addison and, and Dayton Howard that I, I just think that that uh, that chip on your shoulder is what a lot of guys have thrived off of. Riley Moss mm-hmm. being a, a perfect example, and that you mentioned him in the league. Is there a particular tight end at Iowa that you? I mean, George Kittle is an easy answer. I guess I can throw that one out there. But is there a particular tight end that came from Iowa that made you think, wow, I, this kid makes me want to play for his alma mater? Well, I mean, I got number 44. So, I mean, I, I got to say Dallas Clark now because that's the number they gave me. But obviously, I got to up to some high expectations with that number. But, it, like, coming out, like, think about it, probably George Kittle. Like, I'm a big fan of his. And then TJ Hawkinson, I like him a lot too. But George Kittle is kind of like, he's like, I don't know, like his character off the field too. It's just like, that's a guy you want to model your game off of. Dallas Clark isn't a bad one either. No, <laughs> not at all. Good answer. Yeah. That's a pretty good answer. Have you been able to talk with Dallas? I talked to him once uh, at the Wisconsin game. He like, came up and shook my hand, but I haven't like got to know him. But I'm sure I will as the season goes on. Cause he, I've seen him a lot, a lot of Iowa like practices and games. Real asset to the program, very close to the program. And uh, you have, you share his number. So there'll be some, there'll be a talking point there. Strengths and weaknesses. So I want you to be critical of yourself for a second and talk about where you can improve. Um, and then tell us a little bit more about what you bring specifically that makes you unique as an Iowa tight end. So weaknesses, I gotta say, I gotta get a lot stronger. Got put on weight. And I got to learn the techniques of blocking. Like high school, my high school coach taught me a lot with like route running, but blocking is a different animal. And I got to understand that. And then also just learning the playbook. Cause like I've only played one year and then so going from one year of a high school offense to Iowa's offense is going to be like a big change, but I'm a, like, I'm pretty smart. So I think I'll be fine. Like I'm coming in with like around 40 credit hours. So I should, I'll be able to understand that after a couple of weeks, I would assume. Just studying the plays that hour a night. And you got a pretty good you got a pretty good group ahead of you to learn from, too. Oh yeah. Look at those guys will help me so much. Like Addison, he's already like texting me, hey, if you need to sit down, like let me know. I'll find time in my day. And I'm sure Luke would do the same thing and Eric. So I that, I don't think that'll be a problem at all. And as and, far as strengths you mentioned uh, you really improved during your senior year route running i mean just uh, I, again it's just so rare that you talk to a young guy like yourself who's only really played football for a short period of time prior to getting to iowa so you you know i keep going back to that word raw but you're obviously a very good athlete but but what other strengths make you unique uh probably my i would say my speed like not many guys like my size can move as well as i can and then like my ability to learn, I would say it would be like part of my strength, like to understand and adapt like pretty quickly. And I could take on information like that. I'd consider that a pretty good strength too. And again, from my limited insight into watching uh, film of you, and it's a tiny little cut of film mm-hmm. I wrote down runs well, good athlete, good hands question about route running question about blocking ability, but that's every tight end grant at this mm-hmm. level. So I'm excited about what uh, what you're going to bring to this program. I know Iowa and Kirk, and they're not going to offer a tight end. This is a a program with storied history at that position. They're not going to offer a, a young man like yourself unless they believe in you. And uh, again, the, the raw potential of you and guys like Dayton Howard, a lot of raw potential in this class. It's a very unique class from from that point of view. 
And uh, skill position talent is always something that you can never have too much of. So, uh, Grant, uh, again, appreciate you taking the time. Anything we're missing that uh, shout out you want to give to Iowa fans or uh, what to expect once you get to Iowa? I'm assuming it's going to be hard work, willingness to commit yourself to special teams, whatever it takes to get in the field. I mean, no, I think we covered most of everything. But I would want to say like shout out to the Iowa fans. Like, they're incredible. Like, when I posted, like, my commitment, like, it was incredible. Like, everyone reaching out. So, I really shout out to the fans, obviously. And then to the Iowa coaches, if you're watching this, like, let's work. Like, I'm here. Let's do it. Absolutely. Grant Leaper, a part of Iowa's 2023 class, the Fort Wayne, Indiana native, uh, part of a loaded Iowa tight end room. Grant, we appreciate you taking the time, and we'll talk to you probably at Media Day in August. Okay, sounds good. We appreciate Grant joining the show. And it is fair to say there have been tight ends that have come through this program and haven't exactly taken that jump to the next level. It's not like every tight end that gets here ends up as an NFL. Or I think about Jake Doozy. His career started off promising. Uh, he had some issues with injuries. Sean Beyer never really stuck. He was part of a loaded group as well. And even Jameer Outsey played some tight end at Iowa and then transferred away. The fact of the matter is, if you're a tight end, Iowa's got to be toward the top of your list, regardless of where the offense sits in the national rankings. Sam Laporta would attest to that, as would TJ Hawkinson. I think Noah Fant, even though there was some weird stuff that went on with him late in his career, good decision from Grant Leaper. And I'm not normally going to tell a kid whether he made a, a good or a bad decision based on where he decides to go to school, but it's hard to argue with a kid's decision to attend Iowa if you're a tight end. And at six foot six, he's got some tools that Iowa can work with. And Abdul Hodge has got some young eager bodies to work into the mold this summer and this fall. Appreciate you tuning in for another episode of Brad's Brandon Thoughts here from the Hawkeye of the Storm. Just a reminder, folks, hit that like button. Subscribe if you haven't done so. Tell me what you thought about Grant Leaper. And be sure to tell your friends about what we're doing here from the Hawkeye of the Storm. And we'll talk to you next time.